Can you imagine Bob Barker sitting there telling you, you don't look Hispanic. <laughs> so racist. He's I, like, I don't buy it. You're white. What's going on here? Right. You must have married a Mexican. What? She's like, what? And you're white. Why is your last name Rodriguez? Yeah. Spell it, woman. Welcome. You're tuned into the Two Kings podcast with your hosts, Brian Weeks and Adam Ricker. You may now enter the kingdom. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Two Kings Podcast, where it is always Saturday. I am one of your hosts, Brian Weeks, the Bald Beardy Bear, and I am joined, as almost always, but I am joined with my partner in love and in life, Mr. Adam Ricker. <laughs> Big Ricker, the, the biggest of Rickers, here on the podcast. I'm no guest on this show. No. No, I'm here. I'm back. We live together now, so mm -hmm. it is time. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, we are going to talk about game shows. A brand new car! New car! <laughs> <laughs> so, what, uh, what, what made you think about that for, for a, a topic for this week? Well, you know, we've been watching on Pluto a lot of the Bob Barker era of the old Price is Right episodes, mm -hmm. and I gotta say, uh, I didn't realize how back in the day, like, how perverted, misogynistic, and, racist. like, racist the Price yeah. is Right was, uh, <laughs> and... I'm not even mad at it. It's fantastic. Like, <laughs> it was it was literally nothing. Like it was literally not a thing back then cuz like I the the ones that are currently running are from like 1982. So, I know I was watching. They're like they won the when those people won the $100 for getting like an exact bid in the beginning. He had a $100 bill in his pocket and straight up like reach in the $100 pocket and get your prize. Yeah, but I didn't see him do that to the male contestants. He was like, "Here's your money." You know what? I've actually never seen a man win, do that exact bid thing. So I'm curious if that if it was so that. the ladies could reach in Bob Barker's pocket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> True story. Oh, you gotta want it. Oh, you almost had it. But I was really surprised at how many when contestants would come up to contestants row. He's like, he would make some sort of a comment on on their nationality or heritage or whatever like some dude came up and like you know uh the announcer's like come on down to you know blah 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 and he's like oh you're armenian and like, um okay like how you're a polack right <laughs> i didn't hear that but it wouldn't surprise me i know you just wait you wait for it <clears throat> and i apologize if that offended anyone i was just saying like that's the level of, like, that's just how, like, Bob Barker got down back in the day. Like, that lady who was white and her last name had a Mexican last name. And he's straight up like, you're not Mexican. What, what, 
What the hell? But yes, uh, breaking news. Poland has just canceled Adam Ricker. <laughs> Damn, that was my target demographic, too. Uh, no, I used to watch a lot of game shows as a kid. I'm pretty sure you do. You did, too, because otherwise it probably wouldn't have been quite so, you know, forward in mind. Um, I know that when I was growing up, there seemed to be a lot more... There were a lot, either a lot more game shows on broadcast television. It wasn't like a cable channel like it is now. But the thing that I liked the most about game shows when I was little is the celebrity panel game show. Like seeing celebrities outside of scripted television or a film was a real treat for me. And especially when you had alcohol to the mix, like on a show like The Match Game. It's just pure gold. Did you ever watch the match game? I've se- I've seen episodes recently on the uh, classic game show channels. Okay, so I know I know what you're talking about. I didn't I didn't really grow up in that time of game shows. Like I was around for like, you know, I mean, Price is Right was on, I believe, mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Yep. Um, I grew up with like the original Supermarket Sweep and Shop Till mm-hmm. You Drop, Press Your Luck. Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, and then the big ones for me were the Nickelodeon game shows that they had. Oh, yeah. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, mm-hmm. Guts, Global Guts, Double Dare, all the... Guts, and, with the aggro crag. The aggro crag, and then Global Guts with the super aggro crag. I was just, the the super hot host guy was the one who, Mike... Um, Mike O'Malley. Mike O'Malley, Some Daddy yes. vibes. Mm-hmm. Daddy. Yeah. Everyone's on the leaderboard. We're going to take it down to the field with our referee, Mo. Go ahead, take it away, Mo. Oh, speaking of Mo. <laughs> That's how he used to say it. Speaking of Mo, I re- yeah, I remember. But speaking of Mo, I have uh, an audio book, you know, like the book on CD, mm-hmm. where she reads the book. Like, it was such a treat for me to be like, oh, my God, it's the chick from Nickelodeon. Our guys. contestants. Warwick Quirk. Warwick Quirk. Our contestants will compete in the Super Agro Krog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely love that show. I mean, and, and and I was when that was on. I was a little older than the t- the target demographic, but my sister used to watch it a lot. So, and what was another one that was a game show, but it wasn't really a game show with uh, uh, one not not the cool Gooding, um, Omar Gooding, Wild and Crazy Kids. Is that that was sort yeah. of a game show, but not really. It was. I, I mean, they competed. Kind of, yeah, but didn't what didn't they just win a T shirt? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Uh-huh. They got slimed, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, true. Um, I loved, there was an early one, uh, Nick Arcade. Yep. Too. I loved Nick Arcade. Oh, my God. The I host used... looked familiar to me. Um, oh Did you do anything else? Phil, Phil Lamar, I think his name was. Nick Arcade. Let's check this out. Yeah, Nick Arcade. I remember it because they they would literally like play the arcade games. All you need to get Fillmore. Fillmore, you need to get X amount of points in like thirty seconds. That's where I know him from. Figure it out. He was on the Figure It Out. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically he's best known for Nick Arcade, but like he is like Nickelodeon, like nineties Nickelodeon game show host. Mm-hmm. Until he was replaced by that horrible Summer Sanders. This bitch. I don't know. Like, it's just... <laughs> she was too goddamn perky for 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. You know what I mean? I know. We're kids. We got problems, too. Mm. We come over here a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of us. 
I always wanted to go on Nick Arcade. So bad, just to play that like virtual little level at the end there, where mm. it looks like you're in the game and you're probably right. really in front of a green screen, looking you, at a monitor, trying. To... You sure are, because it's 1992. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that and Legends of the Hidden Temple was my one of my favorite, absolute favorites. I liked Legends of the Hidden Temple. I still, you can YouTube the temple runs on that game. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I just, I just, well, I don't even want to watch the whole game show. I just want to see the kids run through the temple. When I first moved back to New Hampshire, um, I had Direct TV, and one of the Direct TV channels, the channel does not exist anymore, but one of the channels that they had available was called Nick Gas, which was Nickelodeon Games and games Sports, and, and sport. it was all the old reruns of all those those sports and game shows and stuff, and oh, that yeah. was fun to watch. Um, I. I would have given anything to be on Legends for sure, or Guts. Guts looked fun too. I was an active kid though, like so. I play. I would have played those. I never would have gone on, um, on Guts. Not because like I could have handled everything except for the aggro crag because of, I'm afraid of heights. That's the only reason I, I wouldn't have wouldn't have wanted to go on that. We used to have a rock climbing course at the Boys and Girls Club I went to. That helped me tame my fear of heights for a little while, but it's still. It's still there, like, to mm-hmm. some degree. I've got, like, if I'm really high up, and I, I get sometimes that vertigo feeling. Well, at my work, we have electric ladders that go up to 15 feet. Um, and even though I'm in a cage and literally tethered to it, I still, like, yeah, I can feel my ball shriveling right up into my stomach. It's not okay. I'm shaking, which shakes the whole machine. And then I'm trying to, like, get merchandise to bring it. No, it's a big problem for me so i try to stay <laughs> on not, the ground it's not funny but it is You're like my balls oh no it's hilarious but you know what was even more hilarious shout out to the woman who's never ever going to hear this podcast <laughs> my old boss christina when she was showing me how to use that electric ladder she decided it would be fun to have me go all the way up and then she kicked the sh- emergency shutoff switch and went for a 15 minute break just left you up there? Mm-hmm. It was three minutes before I was able to successfully holler my way into someone taking care of it. And, <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Then, shortly after that, she was chosen to be our HR manager. So, yay. No, I, <laughs> I absolutely love Christina. She was, she was, I love her and I miss her every day, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, still a that. little, still a little salty about being left 15 feet in the air in Scarborough, Maine. Yeah, that's not cool, right? Um, the game show I always wanted to go on as a kid was Jeopardy. Oh yeah, and uh, you know we actually, you know, recently just lost yes. Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. The, one of the seriously one of my favorite game show hosts of all time, the incredible, incomparable Alex Trebek. I just saw him last when I was watching it. Uh, how I Met Your Mother last night, I watched the episode he guest starred on. Mm-hmm. Um, they did. He was hosting a game show called uh, Heads or Tails. No, mm-hmm. Million Dollar Heads or Tails. And it literally was like, you flip a, you, wow. you flip a coin and yep. it, <laughs> like it shows him talking to the guy. He goes, okay, we're in the final round. <laughs> Vegas odds say 50-50. You pulled the audience. No help there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It was, but I was just like, "Oh, Alex Trebek." I watched him on. Um, I really liked him on Classic Concentration in yes. the eighties. Absolutely, 
I don't, I, I grew up only really knowing him on Jeopardy mostly, but then like of course over the years I saw older like classic right. conversations. One of my right, one of those games I'm good at because I'm good at putting the pictures and words together. Well, I found out about classic concentration because my grandmother who um you know had a different apartment in the house there but she used to watch the nbc soaps in the morning so she was watching days of our lives in another world and right after another world was classic concentration and that's how i found out about it because i i was an, an abc soaps person but they had um the for some reason, game shows don't really work on network television anymore. I mean, they're doing the the nighttime ones now, and they're and they've there's been kind of a revival. But I don't know. I'm I guess I would say kind of like a a, a purist or just a grumpy old man. I don't know. I don't watch those. <laughs> it's it's hard for me to watch game shows with some big name celebrity as you know pretending to be a host. It's like you're not. You're not this person. Hey, what is going on here? Right. You are not Peter Tamarkin. Do not come up here and try to to do pressure luck. <laughs> What's that chick's name? I can't think of it. The lady who does pressure luck now. Um, she's a perky blonde, right? Is yeah, Elizabeth something. Oh, Elizabeth. Not not Elizabeth Smart. That was the girl who got Jesus. kidnapped. Jesus. Um, Elizabeth. Uh, I don't know. Warren? No. No. Nope, that's a political candidate. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> wow. The one that's Queen bothered... Elizabeth. Yes. yes. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, that's it. The one that I like the new show, and I like the host, and I like the way they're doing it, but it is clearly not the original. Love Leslie Jones. I love the new supermarket suite, but I'm sorry. You are not David Ruprecht. You ha- you must come out in the Cosby sweater every day and be eternally perky every day. Like, like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Who's ready for a fifty dollar challenge? I I dig the Leslie Jones version because oh, obviously, too, yeah. I mean, obviously she's got to get her one liners in because she's right. a comedian. That's what she do- does. And that creepy checkout guy. Oh my god, I'll get to him. Uh, <laughs> I love how like she goes like during the sweep she like goes up and like commentates from the that is really cool from yeah. the booth like the, the grocery booth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like you said the checkout guy always got something mm-hmm. something perverted to say like at the end he's like she's like oh we're gonna tally up and so and so is gonna you know run all these groceries he mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's right I love running some groceries yep. I'm going to squeeze those melons. That's Ooh. right. I'm going to squeeze these melons. Um, but You know I like a full basket. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of the new revival of Supermarket Sweep, I think, is that gimmick where they get, they have their, their little thing at the end for the big sweep, and then they, they go and they pick up three items, and then the lights go out, and she's like, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Do you want to continue... Or do you want to go home? We're going to add 35 seconds to the clock or whatever it is. And it's pretty cool. I like that where like then then they get the next one and then they stop it again. You want to go or do you want to stay? Time starts when you open your It's envelope. pretty cool. I like that. They're like, and these people are like, let's see. And, but, and I love it because 
those people aren't playing. Like you can tell what era of life we're in right now because mm. these people got to the, like the ten thousand or whatever, and then she's like, "Oh, would you guys want to go for twenty five? And these two ladies are like, "We're mothers, like legit. Mm-hmm. Like I could use my five grand right now." Like, mm-hmm. and then she goes, "That would help. I don't want to risk that." Like, right. So they're like, "Nah, we're just gonna take the ten grand." Mm-hmm. Leslie's like, "Okay." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Now I have five more minutes of the show to fill. Um, yeah. And she's like, what? what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to do the big sweep? Then she walks around them and they're like, oh yeah, you can get this. You can get that. Uh, oh, I just, the checkout guy really is what throws mm-hmm. me the most. Because he just always got like, like I said, he always got something to say. Right. I would not feel comfortable going through his line. Um, you're... This is another one you're probably a little bit too young for this specific version of it. But I used to really like the Hollywood Squares. Oh, yes. Not the one with Whoopi Goldberg as the as the center square. I like, of course, the original one with Paul Lind as the center square. But the version that I liked the most was hosted by John Davidson and had usually had, um, well, not the center square, but they had Shadow Stevens, the radio guy, as the bottom middle square. And, like, that was in the era of the late 80s where, like, ALF was on one week. It was like... <laughs> that's like having my coat sit in a chair Kermit for a week. Kermit the Frog yeah. here. Kermit the Frog. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I think... No, Kermit wasn't on that one, but Big Bird, I think, was. Yeah, I've seen Big Bird on Hollywood Squares. Right, and, like... But the the thing that used to get me, and I will... I'll say the same from, this, from the old 60s and 70s version. Like, if you're not looking at the television set... It just looks like someone is playing celebrity Mad Libs when they're when they're giving the list of people that are on, like you know, Alf, Charo, and Valerie Bertinelli. Like, r- <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, these like, people have anything to do and, with each other. And Mr. Belvedere's, um, you know, not Mr. Belvedere, but just his like sweater vest. You know, like Mr. just Belvedere's weird sweater vest. Yeah, I don't know, but that was a great one. Um, but I do have to say, and you, you, we were talking about this earlier, um, before we started recording that, you know, the, the best, most exciting three words you can possibly hear is brand new car. Like I, oh my God. <laughs> he missed his cue. He, missed, he didn't even say brand. It no. Was just, they, uh, or a, yeah, or a, <laughs> like that, I didn't realize how important that a is uh-huh. in the conversation. Like. Legit, like, Bob's like, show him what she's going to win. You're going to win this. And then the door opens, and he's just like, new car! <laughs> yeah, and you're like, like, what the? You could almost tell that Johnny Olsen was, like, running back towards the mic. Like, new car! <laughs> it was just hilarious. He's like, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Missed my cue. It was wonderful. Um, There's another one that I really enjoy. I, I enjoyed as a kid called Sale of the Century. Okay. And that was just a general trivia. It was um, hosted by Jim Perry, who was the original host of Card Sharks, which is another one that I loved on the late 70s. But Jim Perry hosted Sale of the Century. Um, it was NBC in the morning, 80s. And it was a general knowledge uh, like quiz type show where they would they'd have three contestants. Every question that you earn, that you get right, you win five dollars and then every so often they would break in and be like "Ooh, we have a deal for you it's a trip to guadalajara mexico for you will spend three nights blah 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 and the the 
value of this prize is $1,295, but for you today, it's only $7. And what it was was to try to take away the, and it was only the person who was in the lead who got, who was able to take advantage of those deals. And it was designed to take away their lead and make it a little bit more um, competitive. But that's available on my favorite network, Buzzer. Yeah, Buzzer. I like the Game Show Network, but not really as much. Like, I really like Buzzer and this new Pluto Price is Right channel. Oh, my God. Bob Barker. Out here, he's just like, hello, stupid. He's like, oh, yeah, you guessed exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's like, oh, you're the first person in the history of Price is Right to get this so wrong. Mm-hmm. But then there was another woman that who was the first person to get to get whatever what game it was. It was the one where you had uh, three strikes. Yeah. Where you pick the numbers out of a bag, and then you have to decide for the price of the car whether it's the first, second, third, or fourth digit. And then there's also three X's in there, which are your three strikes, and you're supposed to correctly guess the four digits in the price of the car, which you can totally tell it's early '80s of the price of the car is only four digits. Yeah, car is four digits. Um. The four digits of the car without picking the three strikes first. And the woman that we saw earlier today um, was her first four guesses were she picked out all four numbers, but she correctly guessed them and she picked them in order. Like the first one was a, it was a seven thousand dollar car. First thing she picks up is a seven. Then she picks up the five, which is the second digit, and she correctly said it was those. And he said it was the first time in, in the game show history that that had happened. <laughs> My favorite moment from this Bob Barker era on Pluto is the lady. He's she's like, I'm a retired nurse, <laughs> and he goes, oh, he goes, you're too young to be retired. And she goes, well, I I started a family, I had children, and so I. I stopped being a nurse. And he's just like, oh, no, then you're not retired. You just quit. (laughs) Like, just straight up. Like, Mm -hmm. and like, is she under her breath before he moved on? She's like, no, I retired. (laughs) And he's like, all right, well, we're moving on and playing this game with this nurse who does, who quit. All right, little lady. Yeah. Don't come on my show talking back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to smack you one. There was a cool game show on Lifetime, I believe, um, in the mid-90s called Debt. And they would have, you know, three people on. But the, the it was another one of those general knowledge quiz games. But the prize was they paid off your debt if you won. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're, you're, um, the goal of the game is to walk away with nothing. Wow. And it was generally people that had like a what they said was a debt of between like three and $7,000 credit card, student loans, whatever. Like it's the mid nineties. Who knows? Like a college education was eight cents. I don't Who knows? <laughs> but they would, they would pay off your debt. And the two people that didn't win would get like a thousand dollar and a $2,000 savings bond or something like that. But it was, a, it was a novel concept to, you know, they're like the game where you walk away, the winner walks away with nothing. That's a really good concept. Mm. I enjoy. I would enjoy that personally right now. <laughs> right. Wipe my debt out. Go ahead. Whatever you need to do. One time in college, they brought a 
They brought a uh, campus activities board brought a question and answer. What did I say? <laughs> you said something real bad. What did I say? You said the c word. No, I didn't. You did. I said campus activities board. Okay. <laughs> I heard the bad c word. Like you were trying to say like the first half of and western and stopped in dead in the middle. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, the campus activities board mm-hmm. brought a question and answer game show type thing to campus where they it was um. <clears throat> They did it and like they asked like ten questions, and whoever had the most points at the end of the ten questions got to pick money off this. Oh, board. that's cool! So like, I got to go up on the stage and do it, and like I can just I can tell right now I'm just one, I'm one of those super competitive people because mm. like, as soon as that question was finished, I was mm. slammed out. Like I wouldn't even let him finish the question a couple of times. I knew the answer. <laughs> yes. It's no secret you're the Monica of the group. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I did. Got all ten questions and went up there and picked my money off the board. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, time to get to that party. I'm leaving this event now that I already won, <laughs> and I did. And since you went to school in Boston, I'm imagining like the uh, the the categories were like CBS, Dunkin' Donuts, Southie. Uh, I'm, just, I'm kidding. Well, one of the cate- <laughs> one of the categories was uh, reality TV shows. Oh wow! Okay, I, I remember I Love New York was one of the answers. They're like a spinoff of Flavor of Love. <laughs> I All love right. New York. Bonus question: What was Flavor of Love a spinoff of? Oh, um, I don't remember. Surreal life. Oh, that's right. With the uh, with because him and Brigitte, Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah. Yep. That one I still don't understand. No, I don't either. You've been listening to the Two Kings podcast. We're going to pause for a brief intermission and then return for the second half of this week's broadcast. Thanks again for listening to the Two Kings Podcast. Now, let's return to the second half of the broadcast. I was like, what is happening here? Mm. Bridget Nielsen, you big old thing, you. You leave that little, little black thing. man alone. I really enjoyed um, Remote Control on MTV. That was a great, that was a great oh, game wow. show. Yeah, that's like late 80s. Um. There was another one they had called Lip Service. I don't know if you remember that one. That was a lip sync uh, competition show. So, I don't remember that one. Okay. We, but like in 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 the same spirit of those, like what what have your been your takes over the years of like rea- like reality competition shows like American Idol, The Voice. Master Chef, Master Chef, Hell's Kitchen, uh, all those different like reality competition shows. Like I, I feel like those are the new game show. Well, th- they really are. I mean, they are game shows. RuPaul's Drag Race is a game show. Yeah. Um. Oh, what's the one where they where they run around the world? Of oh, the Amazing Race, mm-hmm. uh, Survivor, yep. Big Brother, right. Um, I feel like. I mean, I'm going to, yes, I'm going to be the old man saying you kids get off my lawn on this one, but there's too many of them. I think I, I agree to a, like the alternating bachelor, bachelorette, 
And oh, I, that should have been off the air years yeah, ago. Yeah, and see, this is this is my biggest, the thing that irritated me the most growing up, is always hearing how, like, gay people wanting to get married would ruin the sanctity of marriage. Mm-hmm. But there are shows on there on TV now called 90 Day Fiance or Love at First Sight where, mm-hmm. or you you are marrying, you're competing against 19 other men or women for the affection of one person. The, everyone's going on dates with this person and mm-hmm. everyone's making out with this person and this person's sleeping with each of the contestants and like, whoa. You gotta try it out, I suppose. It's a picture to figure out who she wants to marry or who yeah. he wants to marry. But we, the gays can't get married because that'll ruin the sanctity of marriage. Mm. You're, but we have game shows where you can win a spouse. Like a fucking, like a fucking prize. <laughs> like, you know, anything that's on a game, that you win on a game show, you can go to the store and buy. So what you're telling me is that the prize of this game show is not only probably a cash prize and a vacation somewhere, but a fucking human being. <laughs> They, they, this is where, uh, and I'm not trying to make a joke about this, but this is literally the kind of like mm-hmm. blatant open human trafficking bullshit. Like, where do they get all these bachelorette contestants? Oh, they get them from some fucking from some hole bar. Yeah, some from some friggin' bar in Tulsa. Um, no, you can win a human being from a spin class in San Diego. Um, <laughs> but okay. You know, because this is audio, it is very difficult for me to insert Kermit tea sipping gif here, but I'm that's what we're doing at this point. Like, no, I, I, I see your point. Um But as far as the, there's too many of the reality game shows, um the underdog stories are kind of fun, like the what is it, um America's Got Talent and anyone where where they where the host wants you to cry on camera, like for some reason, oh chopped. Oh my god, I can't, I can't, with the the golden buzzer episodes of. Mm. They play those. I get those clips come across my feed sometimes, and uh, oh, what was I gonna? I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm blank for a second. You you have them come across your the you have them come across your feed the golden buzzer episodes. Oh my god, yes, yeah, so. Where they're like the ladies, like when they start crying after they get, it, I start crying with them. Like there was one where this this older black lady went out and she sang, and um, like everyone was just blown away, and Simon's just sitting there like, hmm, <laughs> you know, and he's like, hey, why don't you sing this song instead? Yeah, and then so she sang that one instead, she sang another one instead, and then uh, you know, they were all good, and then Heidi Klum stands up, she's like, you ready for this? You ready for this golden buzzer? Slam! <laughs> and I, I lost, and she starts crying. I started crying. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's another another reality game show that I really used to like. Speaking of Heidi Klum, when it was on Lifetime, I really enjoyed Project Runway. Yeah, that's that was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I went to the college I went to was a fashion school, so mm. well, of course, because you're fly. That's right. As you said in one of our uh, one of our previous episodes. That's true. See. Um, it still remains true today, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was, I like that. Like uh, RuPaul's Drag Race also got me into like more, paying more attention to fashion stuff and mm-hmm. it's nice. Mama, yes, God. Um, I liked, I watched one season of Survivor, the one with that, um, 
it was the second season with the bitch from the view uh elizabeth hasselbeck oh. or elizabeth falarski as she was known at the time her, her maiden name but yeah and she's really not as nice in real life as you'd imagine she is and she's a, pretty much a monster in uh on tv so she stated one of the she her and her husband and at the time what she needed a crib so the baby that they had the first baby was just a baby um they stayed at the hotel that i ran and uh he called in the reservation and like how the hell am i gonna know who tim hasselbeck is you know like but like one of the the general manager happened to see it on the coming in on the incoming reservations like that can't possibly be I'm like i don't know <laughs> but what, she came in to check in and i remembered her um, she had just started on The View, so it wasn't like she hadn't become a big monster yet. She wasn't that raging C-word yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was just Western. You know, every time I hear that name, I think of those Hesselback potatoes. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, and I always make the association with her when I, when I hear Because her head looks like a big old potato? <laughs> she looks like a big potato. Mm-hmm. But the, people are like, oh, you want some Hesselbeck, Hesselbeck potatoes? I'm like, absolutely. Mm. Wait a minute, no. I bet they taste awful, like that awful woman. Mm. <laughs> but no, Survivor was cool. I've never watched, I've watched like one episode of the one where they run around the world. Um, Amazing Race? Yeah, that one. I am an absolute Big Brother fanatic. Mm-hmm. I've watched every season except the last, like, two. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch All Stars or the season before that, um, because the season prior to that one was just balls to the wall crazy, and um, I really I, I watched it because I watched it along with my buddy uh, D Money, mm-hmm. and uh, we haven't really spoke much, so we haven't got to really talk about it. So I lost the motivation to watch, I guess. But well, if you need it again, just hook up with my friend Jeff. He is a huge Big Brother fanatic and did you know does the thing where you're going on Facebook or whatever and like not really live tweeting but like what like reactionary posts and stuff. I'm like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I I don't know. <clears throat> I excuse me. I often wonder if I could handle being in the house like that. I can't get away from anybody. There's no privacy. Mm-mm. I, um, speaking of it's, it wasn't, this one wasn't a, this is slightly relevant. Um, it wasn't a game show, but it was a reality show. I, did you know that I submitted an audition form and tape to MTV's The Real World? I think you told me that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I applied to Big Brother once. That's about the extent of mine. But. Yeah, I, I applied for uh, for Real World for the year they were in Seattle with the chick with Lyme disease who got slapped on her way out. and um, But the other one, the other game show that I almost made it on was I almost, made, I made it to the final round of qualifications to get on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when uh, Regis Philbin first started hosting that. Oh, wow. It was like three or it was four rounds of phone interview, a phone playing game on your phone for speed and accuracy or whatever. And I made it to the fourth round and they're like, at the very end, they're like, okay, you're, you're in the very last batch. If you get a phone call between two and 3 PM Eastern time tomorrow, that's your confirmation call. And I didn't get any call. So I didn't quite make it, but I made it almost all the way. Fantastico. Mm Mm-hmm. 
You were on a game show. Yeah, that was a long time. We've talked about that before. I'm just mentioning it again. Yeah. We have viewer, We have viewers that may not have heard that already. Huh? We have we have listeners that may not have heard that yet. Well, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Another world ago. Old Carmen San Diego. But uh, I still wish I could have made it on Big Brother, though. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun. I really think, I think I would, I think I could win. What was the one you were saying the other day that you, oh, Wheel of Fortune. You said you were, you were good at that one. I'm good at Wheel of Fortune as well, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. There was a, um, there was a, a local game show, the local public TV station, Channel 11, um, for years and years and years did this thing called Granite State Challenge, which was a, like, high school quiz bowl kind of a thing. And my high school would like, they would, I guess you were like invited to participate every other year or every third year or something. And, um, I really, really, really wanted to try out for that because I thought I would have murdered it. But during the four years I was in high school, for some reason we didn't participate Hmm. or it was one of those things where like, oh, it's only available for juniors and seniors. And it was either my freshman or sophomore year, like whatever it was. There was I was not eligible to uh, to to even try to be on it because we weren't participating in a year that I was that would have been eligible to be on. But that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So. Any what what other what other game shows were you do you like are you into? Um. I mean, you know, I, like I said, I grew up around like I, the Nickelodeon ones were the big ones for me. Mm-hmm. Other than like Supermarket Sweep, Price Is Right, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I liked. Um, those were like those were like the ones that really stand out strong in my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, I know I've seen many over the years. Legends of the Hidden Temple was one of my favorite. I loved Dare and Double Dare. Like that would have been fun to do the obstacle course on that. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like there's another one I can't quite think of that was similar to Double Dare. It the the, the concept of making a huge mess in some kind of Oscar oh, yeah. was, was the same. It was like the same somewhat same premise. But... That was definitely Nickelodeon's lane. Yeah. <laughs> or get slime. Did um, you like that one with um what was uh the fill in the blanks one there. Um, get the picture? No, no, it wasn't get the picture. It was called. Um, that was one though. Yes, but the one I was thinking of was figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember. With, I remember watching the debut episode of that. Mm-hmm. On Nickelodeon. That's why I still watch Nickelodeon heavy back then. Yeah. When I was a kid, that's pretty much what the station was on all the time. Mm-hmm. And like almost every episode had either had some of the cast of all that as the panelists. Yep. Or that kid from Pete and Pete. <laughs> I remember that show. That was a great show. Was it like I really like I can't remember what it's. I a, love I don't that. remember what it's about. It was just. It was the most. It was about these two kids in the most bizarre little town on the place on the on the planet. Napoleon Dynamite. I haven't seen that. 
See, I don't. I mean, that came after, but like, yeah. Huh? I I don't really. I honestly, for the love life of life of me, cannot remember what Pete and Pete's about. I just remember it was just you know like everyday goings on in a bizarre little town. I actually um, sent away when this was a thing. I sent away I don't know three or four proof of purchases from some cereal, and I got the Pete the the soundtrack for Pete and Pete on a cassette. <laughs> and only it was because I really liked that opening theme song with the with the guitars there by a band called uh, Polaris. <laughs> yes. I loved that and couldn't get enough of it. So, uh, yeah, I... I, and I did like the theme song. That's basically all it was. It was like three songs by Polaris. That, that was the soundtrack to Pete and Pete. The grand prize. Hmm. Well, I know it spills over into other, another subject. of like, show, like a show, another show that had a really great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Smallville. No, I've never seen that. Oh, my God. We gotta watch it. <laughs> I know it's not a game show, but let me tell you, it's it's good TV, some good CW TV. <laughs> that that's a several words I never imagined to be put in quite that yeah. that uh, that order. I had to be specific about the yeah. type of station we're watching it. Mm. Yeah, this is oh another reality game show that used to be on the CW, America's Top Model. Yeah, I really used to like that one. And I, yes, I know that Tyra's a complete trash bag, but I, I really it. do. I used to like it. I love when Tyra would freak out people. <laughs> I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. How many times have I seen that on YouTube? F and Tyra. My favorite, though, was the makeover episode where they would, like, completely change people, you know. We're going to cut off those dreadlocks that you've had for 16 years, give you, like, shave you to your skull, and then dye it bright pink. Okay. <laughs> they, uh. What about, uh. Fear Factor? Remember those, like, those gross. Yeah, I used to challenges? watch Challenges. Like, yeah. There was another one called Bl- Blackout, I think, where they sent them into, like, a dark How dare room. You. <laughs> yeah. What'd you call me? Um. No, I just, I couldn't. Fear Factor, oh. those kind of Fear Factor ones. Like, here, eat this dear penis. Yeah, no. You know which one I really like? And I another one I used to watch with my friend Jeff was Wipeout. <laughs> Wipeout and then uh, MXC, the most extreme elimination challenge. I remember seeing that a couple of times. The dubbed over yes. Japanese one. <laughs> I really enjoyed Wipeout. It was pretty cool. Someone told me that was on Prime. Oh, it might be. Amazon Prime Video. To sign in and check it out. On and on Prime, they have a lot of classic game shows too. They have uh, some Family Feud, which we have. Can you believe we've been talking for almost forty-five minutes and haven't even mentioned Family Feud? Family Feud, I just got on the Xbox, and let me tell you, it's a whole lot of fun. So, who's your favorite? There's been like seven hosts. Steve Harvey, just because like he's like the the facial reactions. And the answers that these people give, I feel like it's not it's it's I feel like it's scripted at this point because like mm. he asks these questions that just beg for dirty answers and then they right. give a dirty answer and he like stares off into space, mm. then looks at the board, show me penis, <laughs> and three of the contestants do. Yeah, um, hey. no, I don't know. I I like the OG. 
the uh, Richard Dawson when walking out there, handing people lollipops and making out with every single woman on the stage. Like straight up, he's like mm-hmm. right for their husbands. He's like, "Hello, Maureen." Ah, oh, Linda. You know that's how oh, he got his last wife, right? His his last wife was a contestant on the show when she was like sixteen, and like two years later, like he like found her and actually he got her. He married and got her pregnant too. What a scoundrel! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, I mean, I. I I uh I did like the Family Feud, but on Prime they have the Family Feud. They've got um one called Blockbusters, which was pretty cool. Um, Password Plus, um a lot of the ones that you're gonna see on Buzzer, which is a fantastic, um it's online and they also have a over the air signal too. But you can you can get Buzzer on just about every app out there for for free TV. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And Pluto TV app has the uh. Bob Barker era, Price is Right. <laughs> which I highly recommend. Pluto has this thing where they add and remove channels all the time. So, like, just basically get it while you can. Mm-hmm. Before it's gone. Yeah, it gone, could be on for a month, gone. could be on for a year. You don't know. They're always messing with it. Yeah. So, let's, um, real quick, um, let's talk about the fans bring the questions, which... What, you know, I love our listeners, but you've got to step it up. We need some more questions. Yeah. Let's go. We got like three submissions. Some of these submissions are multiple questions. Yes. But uh, we, we're looking for a variety. It's the spice of life. I know you guys probably have some kind of question out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, send it into Two Kings Podcast at mail, M A I L. Yes. Let's go. If you want it, you can get it. Let me know. Um, Do you want to do a couple real quick? Type an email up. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Sure. All right. You can pick one. Hmm. I let's see. Uh okay. We can pick one for you, you can pick one for me, you can pick one for both of us. Are those, are those the only ones? The yeah, that was the um Yeah. Well, okay, you answer that one. Alright, that's actually a good one. Um my ma ma dukes submitted a question if if you had the opportunity would you travel to the place you were born now i know for you that's pretty local isn't it yeah i travel through laconia all the time laconia um for me however i was born in anchorage alaska uh my parents were in the air force when they met and got married before i was born um so I was born in Alaska. I don't know. So I, I don't know. I'm not really like, I mean, I guess I'm a native Alaskan because I was born there, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I only lived there till I was like three or four. A lot of pictures of me, like 
near the igloo. <laughs> Not igloos, the um. Mountains, <laughs> Not ice the mountains, ice caps, okay. the glaciers. Glaciers, okay. A lot of pictures of my brother and I, like holding hands, standing on the docks. Huskies, Eskimos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eskimos. Northern Lights, something. Uh, absolutely, I'd travel back to Anchorage, um, just to see what's up. I guess, like, actually see the area I came from. That'd be pretty dope. Well. Pre-pandemic, like about this time last year, I was actually looking at um, Alaskan cruises for us, because you know, for birthday, because mm-hmm. it's basically the same. That would be fun. Mm. Norwegian. Um. So absolutely, and I'm, I hope I do get to travel there someday. So that would be pretty cool. But mm-hmm. yes, um, I would travel there. Um. I don't think the glaciers are what they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> from what I understand. Right. Um, I'd love to go see one of the national parks. I vaguely remember being in a national park when a bear came. Oh, wow. Well. like had to leave suddenly. I have to ask my mom about that. Hmm. But, yeah. All right. Great. Well, that was a question for then we both answered it. So, um, yes, yeah, so keep those questions coming, please. And, um, you know, we'll try and do a couple of questions every week, you know, on... Until we have enough to devote to a whole episode. Yeah, maybe? so we'll keep plugging away at it. So yeah. get those questions into us, guys, so we can do one. And uh, we're getting ready to wrap this up, huh? Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I'm Big Ricker. Y'all need to wear your masks and wash your hands. It's absolutely more important than you guys realize. <clears throat> like, I am now starting to get to the point where I know... Several people personally who've come down with COVID. Um, I know someone who's passed as a, not from COVID directly, but COVID-related complications with other health issues. Um, it's not, it's, it's not something that's just going to go away because we were tired of dealing with it. The only way we're going to get to stop dealing with it is if you guys... Wear your mask, wash your hands, keep your distance. I know this is the time of year where you want to have your big family gatherings and friendsgivings and and do this and do that. And honestly, I know that there's really no way to stop all that. But just remember, like, this isn't going to go away because we wish it did. The only way to make it go away is wash your hands, keep your distance, keep your hands to yourselves. And just remember to take each other's safety into account. Absolutely. Yep. Um, And... As always, don't forget to like and subscribe. Keep listening. Tell all of your friends about the podcast. And um, we will see you next Saturday on the Two Kings podcast, where it is always Saturday. And with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. So have a wonderful week, everybody. Stay safe, please. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. Take take care of each other, guys. Yes. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.